From the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky, welcome to Red Barn Radio, a program that celebrates roots music southern style. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents The Lilies. Riding on that new river train, riding on that new river train, that same old train that brought me Darling, you can't love one You can't love one Have any fun, no, darling You can't love one Riding on that new river train Riding on that new river train That same old train that brought me here and gonna carry me away Darling, you can't love too. Darling, you can't love too. You can't love too. Your little heart be true. Oh, darling, you can't love too. Riding on that new river train. Riding on that new river train. That same old train that brought me Darling, you can't love three You can't love three Still love me, oh darling You can't love three Riding on that new river train Riding on that new river train That same old train that brought me here Soon gonna carry me away Darling, you can't love four. Darling, you can't love four. You can't love four. Love me anymore, oh, darling, you can't love four. Riding on that new river train. Riding on that new river train. That same old train that brought me here. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is supported by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen. 
featuring authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta with live music every weekend. On Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky, Broussards is on Facebook. And AccuPrint, providing printing, design, and fulfillment. Online at AccuPrint.us. Hello and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker, the host of our program. Red Barn Radio is now in its 18th broadcast season, and this is our 694th live studio performance. To keep our staff and our musical guests safe, we will continue to abide by state and local guidelines concerning cleanliness and personal protective equipment. For now, our Wednesday performances will take place without a live in-studio audience. And now, folks, please welcome to the Red Barn stage, the Lily. You be the cross tie, I'll be the rail. You be the hammer, I'll be the nail. If we get together, there's no way that we can fail. You be the cross tie, I'll be the rail. Look at all that work that lies before me. Wonder how I'll ever get it done. But I know I can if you will lend a helping hand Two is so much more than one You be the cross tie, I'll be the rail You be the hammer, I'll be the nail If we get together, there's no way that we can fail You be the cross tie, I'll be the rail You can help me harvest all my peaches I can help you pick all of your beans When it's supper time you can have whatever's mine And share what you got with me You be the cross tie, I'll be the rail You be the hammer, I'll be the nail If we get together there's no way that we can fail You be the cross tie, I'll be the rail we can put our differences behind us Step by step, mile after mile We'll accomplish more than we ever did before Start and end each day with a smile You'd be the cross tie, I'd be the rail You'd be the hammer, I'd be the nail If we get together, there's no way that we can fail Cross tie, I'll be the rail. You be the cross tie, I'll be the rail. You be the hammer, I'll be the nail. If we get together, there's no way we can fail. You be the cross tie, I'll be the rail. Here's Red Barn Radio's host, Brad Becker, speaking with the Lilies. Here's Brad. Welcome, one and all. I'm here this evening with Mr. John Lilly, and John was here with us many moons ago. He was just a child then, but now he's a grown man with children. I'm so glad, John, you're here again and really happy to meet these guys. We saw, not Mason, but George. We saw you, George, on the Appalachian Folk Festival. Ever since I was, well, younger than I can remember, I went to a <laughs> festival called Jackson's Mill in West Virginia, and uh, so from birth, really, I was around this kind of music. Mm. I was always around it, grew up with it. Then when uh, when I got into college in Tennessee, I picked up the fiddle, 
And that's when uh, just a lot of things really changed for me. I, I came back to doing this kind of music, real hardcore into the traditional kind of music. Eventually transferred up to Glenville State College in Glenville, West Virginia, where I completed my education with a bachelor's degree in bluegrass music. So, George, when you were in college in Tennessee, did you start college with music in mind? I was a recording industry management major. What was the school? Middle Tennessee State. Oh, gotcha. And they have a traditional music program. I was actually uh, not focusing on my traditional music at the time. My uh, concentration was in songwriting, Mm. commercial songwriting. So I was doing a lot of my own original material. We do a little bit of my original material, but I don't think we were. It's on the set list for tonight. But that was that's what I was doing in Tennessee at the time. And then I picked fiddle up. I just sort of started leaning a little more towards the the traditional stuff and completed my education in in bluegrass. Hold on, Molly, I'm coming. Hold on, Molly, I'll be there tonight. Warm breeze blowing and the sun sinking low. So Molly, hold on tight. Our years here together, heaven on earth, working prayed side by side. Banjo ringing your voice like a bell, green eyes sparkling bright. You took your baptizing in the Ohio River, passing steamboat whistle blue. No house of gold or tramp on the street was ever. Stranger to you. So hold on, Molly, I'm coming. Hold on, Molly, I'll be there tonight. Warm breeze blowing and the sun sinking low. Molly, hold on Mason, you spent a good chunk of life actually not but three or four blocks from here. Yeah, I did my college education at Transylvania University just up the road from this studio. I'm actually kind of a relative newcomer to this kind of music. I, of course, you know, grew up around 
my dad tagging along to his shows uh-huh. all the time and festivals and whatnot. So I was, I was immersed in it, but I never really picked up a stringed instrument or sang or anything till pretty recently. I played clarinet ever since middle school. Oh, really? So I was, yeah. I was just kind of in a different musical sphere. And then sometime around like five or six years ago, something like that, I think we were on a camping trip and just started singing around the fire. I started kind of just like chiming and singing the tenor parts, some of the songs that we were singing, and so we decided it actually kind of sounded like something worth working on. Yeah. Was there a time when you felt like you were kind of repelled by traditional music? Never, no. I've, I've liked it my whole life. I've been going to Clifftop with my family for oh. ages. I love old fiddle tunes. Actually, before I picked up the mandolin, I would take my clarinet up to these string band festivals and just hop in with the fiddle players and just start playing along on the clarinet. And that was more accepted some places than others. I was going to say, was, yeah, <laughs> I, can say, I can see you getting mixed reactions depending on what festival you're Cliff at. Cliff likes it a lot. Music for you is just something you do as a pastime? It's a thing to do with my family. Right now I'm down in Atlanta getting a master's in computer science at Georgia Tech down there. So I live pretty far away from these guys and we just have to kind of fit in the music where we can, but it's worth it. Yeah. In 1801, pegging all. In 1801, pegging all. In 1801, pegging shoes is all I've done. Hand me down my all my pegging.
have you always sort of had a dream of doing more playing and performing with the guys? It seemed such a remote possibility that when they were like eight and ten years old. It just I just couldn't picture these guys being these guys. Uh-huh. And uh, then a couple years ago, all of a sudden, I realized I had this great resource right at my fingertips. I had Mason and George both growing into wonderful young men and great musicians, and they wanted to play with me. It wasn't weird for them to play with their dad. They liked to do that. And we found ways of stacking our voices that worked and switching the instruments around that gave us a lot of opportunities to experiment. And I didn't imagine that we'd be on the radio or cutting a record or anything like that. That's all recent stuff for us, but it was fun. To, remember the first time we sang together, I, I cried. Tears came down uh, my face. I said, this sounds really good. So, John, let's go back to your sort of roots. You were born in Chicago. Yep. Well, I was born in Chicago in 1954, and we moved to Kansas almost immediately, and I was there till about 1960. And so I learned my first memories of Kansas. And then we went to Chicago, and I went to through grade school and high school in the Chicago area. I went to University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. People would always say to me, you're not from here, are you? And I said, well, actually, I am. They didn't think I acted like a Chicagoan. They didn't think I talked like a Chicagoan. My taste in music was always pedal steel guitar and fiddles and uh. yodeling and harmonies. And I just didn't fit in in Chicago. And so I went down to Champaign, and I started getting to know musicians from around central Illinois and Missouri, St. Louis, and eventually hitchhiked out to West Virginia and discovered there was this whole world out there that I didn't know anything about, but I fit in better with the music of Appalachia than I did in the music of Chicago. I like the blues. There's a little bit of hint of the blues in some of my music, and Chicago is a great classical music town. It's a great folk music town, but uh, I felt more at home in the Appalachian region and the musicians and the music I found there. What did you do when you were in school? I graduated high school in 1972, and I graduated from college in 1996. So I was on the two-decade plan. I went to the University of Illinois and started out majoring in business administration, and that was a mistake. And then I changed my major to broadcasting, and that didn't work out, and so I ended up in sculpture. What in heaven's name made you go into business administration? I took some bad advice. Oh. <laughs> been a long time traveling here below Long time traveling away from home Been long time traveling here below Just to lay this body down New fleeting charms of earth farewell Springs of joy are dry My soul now seeks another home In a brighter world on high Been long time traveling here below Long time traveling away from home Been a long time traveling here below Just to lay this body down Farewell, ye friends, with tender care Long engage, my love Through a fond embrace I now exchange for a bitter friend above Been a long time traveling here below Long time traveling away from home Been a long time traveling here below Just to lay this body down No more will sin disturb my breast My God will frown no more Sweet streams of love divine Shall yield transports unknown before 
Been a long time traveling here below. Long time traveling away from home. Been a long time traveling here below just to lay this body down. Cheerful, I leave this veil of tears where pain and sorrow grow. Welcome the day ends my toil and trouble here below. Been a long time traveling here below. Long time traveling away from home. Been a long time traveling here below just to lay this body down. Then fly the interposing days. Lord, send the summons down. The hand that strikes me to my grave shall rise me to a crown. Been a long time traveling here below. Long time traveling away from home. Been a long time traveling here below just to lay this body down. Just to lay this body down. Just to lay this body down. What I thought was, no matter what I do, I'd have to have a background in business. I wanted to be self-employed. Sure. I thought if I start a grocery store or start a band or a record label, I'm going to need to balance some books. I'm going to need to you know, know about taxes. I'm going to need to know about business. I didn't want to work for a big company. But the University of Illinois is a good school. It's a big school, but it's a big business school. People in business administration at the University of Illinois, they want to work for 3M or they want to work for General Motors or a big company. So it was aiming toward that direction, and that wasn't where I was going. But when you were there, you were already playing music. Oh, yeah. Where did that music come from? I've always been musical. I started playing harmonica when I was three years old. My mother liked to tell stories about me going around the house singing Tway Twain, Tway Twain, going so fast. And, uh, so I always played music ever since I was a little kid. I wrote my first song when I was about five or six years old. I used to make up songs just because I thought it was easier than learning them. I remember where. We're driving down the road, and my parents had taken us to a restaurant or an ice cream shop or something. I just started going, thanks for taking us, Mom and Dad. Thanks for taking us, folks. Thanks for taking us, Mom and Dad. Thanks for taking us, folks. That became a family anthem. We sang that in the car for years, and we'd sing it over and over again and louder and louder. And just So I've always had music in me. I've always been writing songs. I've written hundreds of songs. When I first come to this country in 1849, well, I saw many fair lovers, but I never saw mine. I viewed it all around me, so I country I'm a-leaving, nor the debts that I owe. There's only one thing that trembles my mind. 
Father too. I'm a leaving for to ramble this wide world all through. And when I get weary, I'll sit down and cry. And I'll dream of my darling pretty Sarah, my bride. My love, she won't have me, so I understand. She wants a freeholder, and I have no I would write my love a letter that she might understand, and I'd send it by the water where the islands overflow, where I once loved her dearly. And I don't hate her now. If I was a turtle and wings and could fly, right now to my lover's lodging tonight I'd draw nigh and
Love somebody, yes I do. Love somebody, yes I do. Bet you five dollars you can't get through. Coming up on Red Barn Radio, The Lilies, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. We'll be right back. This is Red Barn Radio. Sweet potato vine, grass up sitting on sweet potato vine, grass up sitting on sweet potato vine, on the chicken and says that's mine. Welcome back. Coming up on Red Barn Radio, The Lilies, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. Roots music, southern style.
Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. So I was there from 88 to 92 and uh, writing songs. And You made it to West Virginia from Champaign. You went Champaign to West Virginia. In my mind, putting little pins on the map now. Oh, you got to start over again. You ended up in West Virginia after Nashville? Here's the quick explanation. I went from Chicago, well, to Kansas, back to Chicago, to Champaign, Illinois, to Fort Collins, Colorado, to Santa Cruz, California, to Cincinnati, Ohio, oh, okay. to Nashville, Tennessee, to Asheville, North Carolina, then to Nashville, Tennessee, then back to Morganton, North Carolina, up to Elkins, West Virginia, Charleston, West Virginia. And I've been in Charleston, West Virginia since 1997. That's longer than I've been anywhere, including Illinois. Huh. So I've been in West Virginia since 1992. What is this? It's about 30 years. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. bounced around. I was in yeah, bands sure and trying to... Find a girlfriend and <laughs> kind of stuff. first and foremost. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I ended up in West Virginia, and I like it there. How did you end up being a tour guide at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum? I've always been interested in the story of country music, the uh, the history of the music, and how it came about. I'm comfortable talking in front of people, and I can walk backwards and talk at the same time. So that's important with your tour guide. I knew some people there, and I used to go for visits to, to the museum, and I thought it was the coolest place in town. It was a good fit. I worked there full-time for, I guess, three years. Eventually, I had to wait tables to make a living because it was a minimum-wage job at the museum. Uh. Fascinating place, though. I met all kinds of people. I spent, I spent a whole day with Eddie Arnold one time. Oh, come on. He showed up early. He had a 3 o'clock appointment at the museum to do some kind of a speaking engagement or something. He showed up at 9 and they needed somebody to sit with him. They didn't want to just put him in a room by himself. So they, they came and they got me. And I hung out, all day I hung out with him. I remember at one point, about 2 in the afternoon, he goes, you want to hear the rough mixes of my new record? I said, sure. <laughs> so we go out and we sit in his Cadillac. I'm sitting in Eddie Arnold's Cadillac. He's playing me the rough mixes of his next record. It was so cool. Oh, John, that is sweet. <laughs> Down on the swamp called that Chapalaya Where they eat gumbo and Jambalaya, I know a spot where you and I can go loving on the levee tonight. We'll be loving on the levee, loving on the levee. We'll be loving on the levee. Just we two in the old bayou be loving on the levee tonight. See them fish jump in the water, gonna hear them bullfrogs when they holler, gonna bring that ring that I bought you. We'll be loving on the levee tonight. We'll be loving on the levee, loving on the levee. We'll be loving on the levee. Just we two in the 
to in the old bayou will be loving on the lady tonight. If our dreams are true and strong, we might stay out all night long. The moon and the stars, they start to fade with the ring on your hand. There'll be no more waiting. Make big plans for our wedding day. We'll be loving on the levee tonight. We'll be loving on the levee. Loving on the levee, we'll be loving on the levee. Just we two in the old bayou, we'll be loving on the levee tonight. We'll be loving on the levee, loving on the levee. We'll be loving on the levee. Just we two in the old bayou, we'll be loving on the levee. It was the first day of December, 1821. They were packed and ready, just waiting for the sun. Hezekiah Johnson and his young wife, Anne, stood beside their wagon as the day began. They were headed out across the endless plain, aimed to have their fields planted before the April rain. They said a silent prayer, hoping for the best. They bundled up their baby boy and began their journey west. They had three dogs came with them. They made the journey, too. Old Faithful, Old Reliable, and Good Old Tried and True. Old Faithful was the oldest, crippled and half-blind, but they loved him too much than to see him lift behind. Old Reliable was a hunting dog. He ran far ahead, brought back squirrels and rabbits to help keep the family fed. There never was another dog like Good Old Tried and True. People still recall his name and the things he used to do. One night, a pack of coyotes came down from the hill, they made a circle around the camp, ready to make a kill. But old tried and true was ready, hidden out of sight. He jumped and killed the leader with a single bite. He chased the other coyotes back into the dark and quietly went back to sleep without a single bark. The Johnson family pressed along. Their days were getting shorter. They had a 100 miles to go before they reached the Texas border. But the sky was changing and the wind began to blow. The gentle rain that fell all day became a blinding snow. It came on so suddenly it caught them unawares, but a light off in the distance seemed an answer to their prayers. They bundled up their baby boy and headed toward the light, praying for a miracle that cold and snowy night. When the sunlight finally shone across that frozen plain, it was a cold and deathly silence. Not a sign of life remained. A rescue team came on the scene from a town nearby. They were startled when they heard the sound of a lonesome baby cry. They quickly found the source of this solitary wail, dug down quickly in the snow and found a frozen tail. It was the body of Old Faithful, lifeless and forlorn, along with Old Reliable, victims of the storm. But Old Tried and True was still alive, three feet beneath the snow, nestled with the baby to keep him from the cold. That orphan child lived out his life in that tiny prairie town, and Old Tried and True stayed by his side till the day they laid him down. My great-great-granddad owed his life to a miracle or two, Old Faithful, Old Reliable, and good old tried and true. Lord, let your spirit bend close to me. Let me feel heaven's cool breath on me. Radiant beauty encompass me. 
and faithful forever I'll be. have something else in the musical oven going on right now that involves the three of you. That's right. That's right. We uh, responded to a talent search in Boston, Massachusetts, a recording studio called Plaid Dog. And they liked us. They decided to, that we, I guess we won. They're offering us a contract to record an album up there. And so they're going to do a crowdfunding campaign. We're going to try to raise about ten, eleven, twelve thousand dollars $12,000. That ought to be enough money to record this group here and a CD and have our harmonies and our songs down on a CD, and we'll send that out and see if we can't get a few gigs. Do you plan to also perform up in New England as well when you're doing yeah, at this time? Yeah, if we can. Right now, there's not much performing going on. I'm hoping that in time, that'll open up and that'll become more of an opportunity for us. But yeah, I look forward to playing up there, and once I get the CD out and send it out to a few people, I'm... I don't want to play a bunch of $50 bar gigs. I want, yeah. I want some nice jobs. So I, don't, I want to put my boys on a good stage. Yeah, yeah. Like Red Barn Radio. Ah, excellent. Like well, you know, aim high. Now, last time I seen you, I was falling apart. Coming unglued, I was taking it hard. Gathering pieces of my broken heart, but I'm much better now. But I'm much better now I'm much better now 
Listen through some stuff from your State Songs album, which I really enjoyed. Thank you. Uh, that seemed like that was a project that was a large-scale project. I've traveled a lot. I've been to 48 of the 50 states. I've been to many other countries as well. Over the course of years, I'd written songs about a lot of these states and people I've met in the different states, and I just got it in my mind that I would like to do a, a recording of it, and I wanted every song to be distinctive. I wanted every song to reflect the music and the culture of the state that it was about. I wanted to use different musicians on every track. I wanted it to be, be big, and I wanted it to be released on a national level. I wanted, I wanted it in Cracker Barrel restaurants. That's where I wanted it. It came out just great. The, the Louisiana song is Grammy-winning Cajun musicians. The uh, Wyoming song has three-part yodeling. The North Dakota song rocks out. The Kentucky song, which I'm going to do here in a few seconds, reminiscent of Jimmy Rogers, who did some recording in Kentucky. Huh. And uh, I found out once it came out that I was wrong about the public interest in it. There was, people were, were not interested in any songs but their own state. They would say, well, where's the Michigan song? I don't have a Michigan song. I got all these oh, other no. songs. Well, where's the California song? There's already songs about California. So, so it turned out to be a million seller. I got a million of them in my cellar. <laughs> Here in Kentucky, where's the... In Kentucky, where the grass is blue In Kentucky, got your barbecue In Kentucky, where the horses run In Kentucky, well, son of a gun You can find me in Kentucky Cause that's where I belong Yodelay, yodelay, oh, In Kentucky, the whiskey flows In Kentucky, the tobacco grows In Kentucky, cats are wild In Kentucky, it's your southern style, you can find me in Kentucky, cause that's where I belong. Got the colonel, got the chicken, got the banjo, got the picking. Got more pretty girls than a passenger train can't hold. In Kentucky, in Kentucky, up in Louisville, in Kentucky. Can taste it still in Kentucky Down in Bowling Green in Kentucky Think you know what I mean You can find me in Kentucky Cause that's where I belong Yodelay, oh, Got the roses, 
Got the tulips, got the derby, got the juleps. Got more pretty girls than a passenger train can't hold. In Kentucky, where I was born, in Kentucky, on a Monday morning, in Kentucky, with the hound dogs bay, in Kentucky, where I plan to stay. You can find me in Kentucky, cause that's where I belong. Thank you very much. Give a little, just a, like a 60-second workshop in yodeling for people out there listening <laughs> who are like, how do you do that yodel thing? Like, what, what is a yodel actually, musically? Well, it's like this, Brad. <laughs> it started when I was a teenager. Male and female voices, they have a low range, a chest range. And the upper range, falsetto, or head voice. Head, yeah. And what you're doing is going from this voice to this voice, and you're getting the little something they call a glottal stop. It, it happens in your larynx. And it's a little, almost a percussive sound that gets when you do it just right. Once you get that, you can yodel, you can sing any words you want, any notes you want, as long as you have that little glottal stop. How much space is between those two notes? It can be uh, anything. It can be an octave. It can be a fifth. It could be a sixth. You can even yodel the same note. I've tried that. That's, that was a, a one note. Uh-huh. You can do any interval you want. It's just that where you're going from your chest voice to your head voice. Or some people go from their head voice to their chest voice. Uh, anyway, there's different things you can do, but... My hero in yodeling is Jimmy Rogers, mm. father of country music. And his yodel was not, he had a few fancy yodels. Most of his yodels was Just a simple turnaround yodel, that was what they called it. Hank Williams, you put yodeling in the lyrics of his songs. Got a feeling called the blues, oh Lord, since my baby said goodbye. He would put the yodel within the lyrics, and I like that stuff too. But uh, I like yodels that are simple and clean. I, I admire and respect the people who do that really contest-style yodeling, you know, really ornate stuff. I don't do that, and I can't listen to very much of it. I can listen to the slow, sweet yodel all night long. Huh. Oh. Some bright morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a land on God's celestial shore. I'll fly away. Shackles on my feet I'll fly
When the shadows of this life have gone, I'll fly away like a bird from these prison walls I've flown. I'll fly like to thank the Lilies for being with us this evening. We also thank our volunteers and staff for their help in making our production happen each week. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram Live, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our program and our guests. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now, once again, please give it up for the Lilies here on the Red Barn stage. I'm headed towards the sunset time, traveling the highway home. I'm leaving this world us and far behind, yeah. Said that I'd never be traveling that highway home. When I repented and he had to flee, so I'm traveling that highway home. I'm traveling that highway home. I'm traveling that highway home. So narrow the way, thank God I can say I'm traveling that highway home. For me, traveling the highway home. It's there in the Bible, clear as in me. I'm traveling the highway home. I'm traveling the highway home. I'm traveling the highway home. So narrow the way, thank God I can say I'm traveling the highway home. Sometimes the road feels weary and long Traveling that highway home But in my heart there's always a song So I'm traveling that highway home I'm traveling that highway home I'm traveling that highway home So 
home. Narrow the way, thank God I can say I'm traveling the highway home. So narrow the way, thank God I can say I'm traveling the highway home. Red Barn Radio would like to thank John, George, and Mason, the Lilies, for being with us tonight. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Thanks also to Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen, featuring authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta on Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky. Broussard's is on Facebook. AccuPrint. Providing printing, design, and fulfillment online at AccuPrint.us. Support for Red Barn Radio also comes from LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. And Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of The Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. WookoutAmerica.com You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. Performance times and dates are at RedBarnRadio.com Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. Hey!